Today, I want to share a word from God's heart to humans, and it's simply this, keep hope alive. I want to challenge us today through God's word to let us know that we will not come short of needs and desires if we keep our hope in God. This is a very important truth because there's so many things on the earth that we could put our hope in could put our hope in people, put our hope in family, friends. We could put our hope in, in money. We could put our hope in our government. We could put our hopes in our jobs. We could put our hopes in our abilities. But if you've lived life long enough, you've realized that all these things can fail. The one thing that will never fail in our life is our hope in God. When I speak about hope, I'm talking about a feeling of expectation, a desire for something to happen. Keeping our hope alive means we keep our eye on the prize, on our desired end, on our goal. But most importantly, keeping hope alive means maintaining a, what I call a feeling of trust, where what we know produces a response within us, within our souls of peace, of joy, of contentment. This feeling of trust is so very important because there are times when the storm will rage around us. Maybe a physical storm, it may be a financial storm, it may be a, 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 a relational storm where the storm is in your marriage, the storm is in your relationship with your child or with your parents, with your siblings. The storm could be with a friend. And as a Christian, we've got to learn to not to internalize the storm. Don't put it on the inside. And I know that I learned this important truth years ago during the recession in 2008, 2009, where I lost a job that I really loved <laughs> a lot. And I was so down in my spirit because I felt like the Lord had given it to me. That blessing, it was a seasonal blessing. It had an ending and a, a start time and an end time. And I didn't agree with God's end time. And I wanted to, to allow that storm to enter inside of me, where that feeling of discomfort, feeling of, of, of sadness wanted to take me over. And the Lord said, this is just an external storm. The storm is not meant for you to take it inwardly because your hope cannot be in that job. That hope must be in me. And at that time, I had to release myself from the external storm and allow the hope inside of me in God to carry me. And the good news is that it carried me from that loss to the gain 
<laughs> of a better job. Yes, I had to step into the future. And that's what keeping hope alive means. It means you live as if you're already there. And the Lord began to just slowly through dreams and prophecies began to support what he had planted in my heart. And what he planted in my heart was that another job was coming and that while I was waiting in the valley for the next mountaintop of experience in employment, that he wanted me to keep my hope alive in him. Beloveds, keeping our hope alive will take us from a season of lack to a season of fullness, to a season of sickness, to a season of wholeness. It'll take us from a season of emptiness to a season where we're full of what we need. Keeping our hope in God will not fail us. And, and what I want to do now is give you some scripture to share with you why it's important to keep our hope alive today. One of the reasons we need to keep our hope alive in God is because the timing of our blessings are connected to a global outpour of goodness into the earth. It's times when it seems as if what's happening is not coming at the right time. But as a child of God, we've got to learn to keep our hope in the timing of God's blessings in our life. You see, our blessings are connected to a global outpour of God that not only affects you, but things around you. The delay of blessings come to extend blessings not only to you, but to those around you for the building of God's kingdom. Now, this global outpour started in Genesis chapter 1. I won't go through the full chapter, but you know it in that chapter, which I call the creation chapter of God. God created the first heaven, the second heaven, the earth and water. He created land, light, darkness, vegetation. He created the sun. He created the moon. He created land animals and sea animals. And last but least, not least, he created man. And after all of this, God said these words in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31. He said, and God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. You see here in this text that after God did what he had planned to do, and that was to perform a global outpour of goodness, he looked at it. He enjoyed it. And after that, the Bible said he rested. God went into a, a season of peace, a season of contentment. On the inside, God knew that what he had planned came out to what he wanted it to be. And my message to us today is God is still doing the same thing. There is a global outpour of goodness into the earth. 
For this reason, we've got to keep our hope of alive because the outpour will not stop. I want us to know that in the midst of ISIS and tsunamis and earthquakes, famine, sickness, and disease, God is still working to bring good on the earth. In the midst of all of that, because we keep our hope alive in him, goodness is still going to flow in the midst of Satan's destructive plans in the earth. We've got to keep our hope alive to balance it out. I do believe this, when trouble does overtake our land, our families, our friends, our country, is because there is not enough people, enough people keeping hope alive. There are not enough people speaking what God wants to do in the earth. You see, hope is like a fuel to a car. Hope gives God room in our hearts and our lives to reveal itself. Keeping our hope alive gives and keeps God working in our lives. You see, God's earthly work rides on the hope of his people. This hope was birthed from the heart of God and continues through the work of Christ and now the Holy Spirit on the earth. Beloved, we've got to keep our hope alive because of God's plan of goodness in you, those around you, and on this earth. Do you not know that one man, one woman's hope can save a city? It can save a country. It can save a nation. That's why I believe the prayers of the righteous availeth much prayer of a righteous man can save a nation. You see this story when God wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. God mentioned this plan to Abraham. And God said to him, Lord, if I can find 50 righteous, will you save the city? God said, yes. Abraham then went down to 10 people. He said, Lord, if I only find 10, will you still save it? God said, yes. Unfortunately, those 10 people weren't found. And you know what happened? God destroyed that city. God spared Abraham's nephew and his family. That hope that was in Abraham and that faith spared his family, but a city was destroyed. Will God spare our cities and lands and countries today because of the righteous hope of his people? The answer is yes. That's why I encourage us to keep hope alive. I don't really believe we really understand how effective our faith is in God. But beloved, it's one day when Jesus comes back for his church. <laughs> the earth is going to experience the full wrath of God. Many who did not have a hope in God will begin to hope in him. For they'll find that because the righteous have been removed from the earth, 
that the enemy will have full reign to come and to do as he please. Beloved, your hope is more valuable than gold and silver. Your hope in God is more valuable than your relationships with your family. Your hope in God is more valuable than your money that's in the bank. Your hope is more valuable than your 401k. Hope in God is going to bring about the goodness of God into the earth that will save many. Let me give you more scripture here as my time begins to end. Romans 8, 28, and it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. All things work together for good. See, in God there is balance. God will balance out the evil with the good through the hope of his people in him. Well, beloved, know this today. God is depending on you to keep your hope in him. God bless you, and I hope to share again with you next week.